Hello and welcome back to Traffic Talks for what is going to be the last time for 2020. I cannot believe this year has actually come and gone as quickly as it has, yet here we are. This episode is, as usually the title spoils it, but this is going to be a yearly roundup. So the highlights, the lowlights, the things that stood out, the weird favorites I've had this year, all those things. And that is basically what it's going to be, a summary of the year, my thoughts on what it has been. I will be doing two parts for the next episodes. So step in, it's going to be a bit up and down, but here we go. I actually started planning this specific episode back in August on my sister's birthday, which is a fun little fact. So on the 19th of August, I opened up my usual template for my podcast and I started just writing every now and then when something would happen, you know, this was a highlight, this was a low light, but I thought of it. So it's a bit sporadic because I kind of had to look back and then be present and then, you know, see what happens. But I'm basically just going to try and think back and see my plot points and just go through that for the year. This year, just as an overall arching theme, has just been unpredictable. I think if 2020 had to be summed up in a polite way, unpredictable would be the word because just anything and everything we didn't know could come our way has and very much like the boxes we've needed to become we've learned to just roll with the punches and just keep moving forward because the world doesn't stop spinning just because we happen to be going through something that is something i have learned a while ago and i relearned that lesson so thank you 2020 but i get it this year has just been unpredictable i think beginning of the year having much more freedom in my time because I was unemployed was a bit of both a blessing and a curse because having to find a job was not easy. It was very demoralizing for not having a job for the span of I think five months somewhere there. I think it was like September, October. I was at the job and I only got a job in February so I think at least four months was hectic especially over the Christmas period where it's kind of like a big boom of buying things and not being able to afford the usual things that I do which is what I think ruined me this year because I could afford it that was hard and getting employed and having a job even if it was hard to get to work and back and having to hugely adjust was a learning curve like most things but I got the hang of it but I think realizing that I had a lot of free time and didn't use it as I could have definitely shook me up for the year and it's something I've been working on this entire year but it's also been one of the best things that happened early in the year to me definitely getting a job being employed having something that would sustain me through the pandemic and still keeping it going forward it was very enjoyable so I think that was definitely the beginning of the year's highlight the low light I think was definitely the having to adjust to the work schedule having to get up at 4 30 in the morning get my things done go to work go from work to gym or to home and then be in bed like super early because we we know this I'm not a morning person I'm a night owl not my cup of tea but you kind of just adapt so that I think was a low light but it did teach me a lot of things 
I think that would definitely be like my beginning of the year overall. It was a learning curve. March we went into stage 5 lockdown and wow, I think that was like the biggest blow for the year because not only was it difficult having to cope with a murmur of the pandemic because by then it was just like whispers and nothing had majorly spread but by the time we did go into lockdown my mom had been gone for about a week or two my sister was gone as well with my mom learning curves once again just a lot of learning curves so March was interesting to say the least but I think it taught me the most Going into level 5 lockdown was a low light, but surviving without my mother for that time period and having to learn a lot of things that otherwise would have taken much longer to learn, kind of like a duck. You jump in the water, you look calm on the outside for when there's video calls, but underneath you are paddling furiously. And that was March and April and May. That's what it was. It was just like kicking as hard as you can to try and just stay afloat, but essentially the highlight was learning so many things I could do for myself and have been doing for myself and things I didn't think I would need to learn, but I did. Another highlight for me was definitely the cohesion between us as siblings because my father still went to work to a certain extent. Us as the three kids in the house with mom gone, we learned to adapt very well amongst ourselves because it's very easy to get this cabin fever and have this unusual tense animosity to one another. Being able to have a cohesive unit going on between the three of us at home, you know, in terms of chores and cooking and cleaning and shopping and things like that, we did very well. Us working together, that was definitely an awesome thing. Not long after that was my stint in hospital, which happened during level 5 lockdown, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's, it's been a crazy year. I can't remember dates that well, my bad. But I think it was end of May. I was hospitalized and that was probably the biggest simultaneous low light and highlight of my year because having to go through being hospitalized for the first time in my life to doctors not knowing what was wrong with me to having to have surgery to not being able to be visited by my family or comforted by them in any which way was hard but Getting through it to a certain extent on my own was very empowering and coming out and having people help me because I I could barely make it up and down my stairs to my bed. I could not do any of the usual things I usually do to, to just basic things like even getting myself cleaned up. I had to have my mom help me every single day, morning and night. It was a nightmare. So I definitely learned a lot from that experiences in terms of getting things done and being able to rely on others when I can't and I had to also learn patience because one of the things I did was I had thought I had recovered enough to start slowly getting back into exercise. I did not. I reopened my stitches and all the problem so I had to learn patience and slow recovery and slowly easing back into things. So that was a hard lesson to learn but I did. Being able to come out of it and be like I survived hospital when doctors didn't know what was wrong with me having to wake me up and prep me for emergency surgery and leaving the hospital not long after was 
a huge wake-up call. And one of the best things I got out of that was my health. To show that even if they couldn't pick up something ahead of time with my usual doctor's visits, anything can happen at any time and taking care of yourself is important. And till this day, I've been slowly tweaking things to make myself healthier, whether it's exercising at home, eating healthier. My brother and I constantly work out eating plans for us at the house and we're always experimenting. Having a good support system in that way is something I'm very grateful for and it's definitely a highlight of my entire year. Nothing much basically happened aside from those major points, aside from the very one that is this entire podcast, which was me starting it. I think the best thing about the podcast and the main highlight is I, I'm learning something completely new. I'm picking up things as I go along. I didn't realize I would enjoy it as much as I do, but I love it. And I think it has, in a weird way, encouraged both my siblings to find hobbies and, and things that they love doing. That is something I don't think I can ever not take away, but it's not something I can ever discourage. It's something I will always encourage and be just like, of course, go for it, yes. So my brother actually bought him this music mixer thing. It's got like a mini piano with all sorts of buttons and he makes music and such, if I can put it that way, like beats and overlays them and messes with chords and things. And he and my sister both mess around on the guitar, which is awesome. My sister does keyboard. She wants a drum kit. But aside from music, my sister loves sewing. Recently I got her a mini sewing machine and she has been working like a seamstress. I kid you not, she's made skirts and I think, I don't even know what else. She's just like made outfits for her dolls. She's made like I think two or two skirts for herself already. Like she's, she's going. And she's always loved fashion and things and even just the way she puts together outfits. Like it's definitely a hobby of hers. I think me finding my podcasting as a hobby and a side hustle and something I like to do, I think has definitely encouraged them to find something they love and that has been the biggest highlight. I don't think there is a low light when it comes to it. Perhaps maybe the social media side of it. I'm not really savvy with social media and it is a learning curve, but I think it's something I'm going to definitely improve next year. I know I did kind of fall off the wagon with my advent calendar pictures, but that's just because life, as per usual, got in the way. Because I finally got off of work and then suddenly all the other to-dos finally just popped to the top of the list it's like you've got free time get this done and then everything just gets pushed to the wayside except those to-dos so it's been a minute but I'm getting back into the swing of things and it's going quite well if I do say so myself those are definitely like the highlights and the lowlights of my year next I want to definitely talk about a couple of my best buys of this year so things I definitely enjoyed buying this year and a couple of them I will probably post once again later on my Instagram but definitely these are just things that I enjoyed buying none of these are sponsored yet being very hopeful and positive about that but yeah the first thing this very microphone I've mentioned it several times I bought it at Cash Crusaders and yeah I said that with a question mark it has been one of the best 
investments in my podcast I could ever make and I thoroughly enjoy it. It stepped up my game. It's definitely made me more seemingly professional, if I can put it that way, just because it's like getting into the podcasting headspace. So I set up, I get it out. I'm like, I'm recording now. This is my time. Everyone's always like, oh no, just she's going to record. Just leave it alone. And they're like checking the setup that I have. So slow improvements, but yeah. Definitely one of my favorite things I have bought this year. Another thing is my at-home hair laser removal device. It's made from My Smooth Skin Company, if I'm not mistaken. I will definitely try and leave a link somewhere. But that is a game changer. I bought it on the Black Friday sale. I intended to buy it. I got so much discount. It is amazing. It's not sponsored. I really just love it i've seen a lot of different versions of the machine and i got this one i started using it last week consistency is key and oh my word it works like a bomb it's actually been incorporated into my shower slash skincare routine because i like to just exfoliate before i use it after that i then use the machine to laser and it's just been a game changer I will probably do a podcast later in the year because my hair has been an issue. You can look out for that later. I'll probably leave a link to the machine there as well. Hopefully I can get it sponsored, but that's the latest worry. But that machine, game changer. I don't know if it's a thing with Pisceans, such as myself, or if it's just a me thing. But I like having my room look a certain way, so I'm constantly rearranging or updating things in my room and one of the things I did was buy this pink fluffy carpet so if you follow my Instagram that's basically the background on all my pictures but that's a carpet I literally bought for a hundred bucks it was dirt cheap and it's so soft it's got like this memory foam and it's like the shaggy pinky color it's absolutely gorgeous I love it it's one of the best things I have bought Literally everyone who walks into my room takes off their shoes and just walks in a little circle on this carpet. That's just how good it feels. Like my mother, my brother, my sister, like everyone. They will just come and enjoy themselves. So that was probably one of (laughs) the most enjoyable purchases I made for me. But everyone else enjoys it. So I think that definitely gets an honorable mention. And then a very selfish purchase I made was my Volcano headphones. So, these are Bluetooth headphones, they come in a special hard case that you can travel with or not, but it just levels it up. It keeps the headphones safe, it's easy to have somewhere, it makes sure it's like doesn't get dust. It is the best. And it comes with an aux cable, so if you didn't charge it or it's a bit low, you can just stick that in, off you go. It's the best. I love it. So... One thing I I always enjoy is a good set of headphones and I've gone through mostly like earphones with like a cable and ever since I got my white headphones from Typo I think two or three years back I've been in love with headphones and then family members got a hold of it so this one pair of headphones is exclusively mine. No one touches it, no one uses it, only me and it's one of the best selfish I could say purchases I have made this year that definitely 
worked in my favor. Especially when it comes to editing, it covers the ear, there's no background noise that comes up through the headphones to me when I'm working, so it makes me very focused when I'm editing. So that definitely helps, especially because if I'm editing, I get easily distracted. Once again, a procrastination thing. So having the headphones that blocks out noise was perfect. I do eventually want to save up for a bigger, more professional noise cancelling set of headphones because these ones aren't specifically designed for that. But slowly upgrading is, is my life. So that's what we're doing. My final purchase that I've made this year that has been the best thing ever is called the Bionic Hair This is something that has been made exclusively by Foshini and they've now opened up like this dry bar thing. You can buy the hair iron and it actually is incredible because it does straighten your hair, it curls your hair, you can do all sorts of things with it. It comes with like clips, the plates of the iron have like treatment in it so it just does incredible things to your hair and my hair is thin and I chopped it very short recently so it's very short. My hair is smooth enough that curls tend to just fall out of it but with this machine I'm telling you my curls last so long. Like usually the wind blows the wrong way and the curls are out my head. This holds the curl, it sticks, it works incredibly. So I actually bought the iron for my sister. She was going to a confirmation and she needed something to do her hair. We literally trialed the iron in the shop and it worked so well I bought it the same day. And she's been using it, I've been using it, we used it on my mom as well I think. It's an all around brilliant family purchase we could say. I keep it in my room, I treat it like gold and if they want to use it I come and I assist. But for the most part it's one of the best buys I've done for the year. Next is gift. So for my birthday I don't think I received anything major which I don't even mind. I've said it before, I've said it again, I don't want gifts and if I do give me cash so I can buy me something. In terms of receiving gifts, I, funny enough, for Christmas, I don't think I mentioned this yet, my mom bought my brother a blender because the one that we were sharing was one I had bought years prior. So it comes with two jugs, you put it on the motor, it blends it, you take off the little top and you put on like a sippy cup top thing. So my mom bought him a brand new blender and he ironically enough for Christmas bought me the exact same thing but because we didn't know we just opened up the presents on Christmas day and boom we were laughing because we both had gotten each other the same gift. So anyway I have taken the gift and accepted it and we're gonna take his one back and get something else but it's just that was a really nice gift because I did pay for the thing a while back and he got me a new one and that was a really good gift he uses it most of the time but I don't even care it's just really awesome that he would be that thoughtful in a gift so I'm really I'm really happy with that next gift that I really love is my sister who got me a dumpling kit I've I think I mentioned it before because she gave it before Christmas but she gave me the dumpling kit and I'm actually making dumplings today. My brother went to the shop because I told him I was gonna go. He offered and he's been to go buy some of the ingredients I needed so I'm gonna get cracking on that and I'm going to be making dumplings so it's definitely something I 
cannot wait to do and it's a gift I love because we actually bought the dumplings from Woolworths. You can buy them in like a frozen pack and you can just steam them. So this kit came with a steamer. So we actually steamed them already and trialed it. That was the benchmark. So now I know how it should taste, what it should look like, the thickness, all those kinds of things. So I'm very excited to get on with that. My mom did not give me a gift. But she did give me cash, which I did appreciate because I already told her, like, I spent way too much money on Black Friday. So some of the things I was going to buy for myself, I have already bought. So she's like, okay, cool. I'm not going to buy you something. I'm just going to give you cash and I can supplement for your gift. And it's like, I bought a few. And I'm like, that is perfect, mommy. Thank you. That's what we did. And we also got my father a gift, but it wasn't anything spectacular so like I said we have been exchanging gifts but those two are definitely my favorites and obviously anything else I appreciate not to sound ungrateful but those are definitely some of the highlights of my year in terms of gifts that I've received I love that a lot I think something I don't even know my brother gifted to me was my nail and eyebrow beautician her name is Haley. i left the link in the last podcast to her facebook page i will leave it again down below she is brilliant i've gone to her a few times this year already and i just can't wait to go again because like she does such a good job my nails i think i want to get them changed up maybe next week or the week after she is incredible they, they are just not enough times that I can just be like she's brilliant she's brilliant she's brilliant so I think that was a, a gift he doesn't know he's given me because I like to find someone who's good and then I stick with them like I follow them where they go that's just how good they are case in point my hairstylist my hairdresser whatever you wish to call her she moved from one salon to another one and I literally followed her from the one salon to the other it's funny enough much closer to where I stay so it's actually better for me and the prices are actually cheaper so she has been doing my hair since I was 21 and 27 and turning 28 which is a discussion for another day but I've been going to her for the past six years and I'm actually taking my sister to her tomorrow if I find someone good I stick with them hence me having like very few friends but they are like quality friends there's that so those were my gifts and things. Last but not least, my favorites of the year. Obviously, Netflix has become a huge part of my life since going to hospital. My brother got me hooked up with Netflix then. And when I came out, I basically just binged series. We as a family did a few this year and then me individually I've done one or two and I've never bought into Netflix but suddenly I, I see the appeal. One series I've enjoyed half watching, half not watching, my mother watched it, it's called Virgin River. I missed a few episodes but I caught enough of it to get the gist. Me and my mom watched two seasons in I think two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks. It was very good. For the for the length of the episodes it was it was good that has definitely been a favorite cobra kai is coming out early jan we binged all i think two or three seasons this year two seasons yeah so that has been a brilliant show i'm still stuck on castlevania the last two episodes of the third season so i've binge watched the crap out of that show it was that good we did fresh prince which was awesome and then the reunion also came out so we watched that that was a good one um we re-watching community currently that is funny so just quite a bit of netflix 
I haven't watched The Queen's Gambit. My brother did. He says it's incredibly good. My mom also got hooked on it and watched it. I need to watch season two of The Umbrella Academy, so I'm hoping to get that done early next year. And funny enough, we haven't watched a lot of movies on Netflix. One we did watch, my mom and I, was Little Women, based off of the book, and it was incredible. Like, I saw it beginning of the year with my friend when it came out for her birthday. And when it was on Netflix, I was like, Mommy, we need to watch this movie right now. And we did. So, it's fabulous. Ironically enough, one of my mom's favorite movies that is available on Netflix is Kung Fu Hustle. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. That, I think, has just been insane. One of the Netflix series that I'm still not over, which is ironic, is... 13 Reasons Why. I watched that series after I came out of hospital. I watched, I think it's, there's four seasons if I'm not mistaken, and I've watched them back to back. So I like just did nothing but watch 13 Reasons Why, and then when the fourth and final season came out, I watched it, and it took me like a week to watch like the last two episodes, because I think I have an issue with like letting things go. See? I told you, it's a time for reflection. I'm learning a lot about myself. But it was just hard. And I say it's ironic because I just last night started reading the book. Like the official book of 13 Reasons Why. I started last night and I'm just like having PTSD flashbacks while I'm reading. It's, it's, a, it's a problem. <laughs> that is definitely one of my favorite series that came out that I got to watch, that I got to enjoy. It, it was the best thing Another one of the things I've truly enjoyed this year is syrup. And that's going to sound weird. Flavored syrup made for coffee. For Black Friday, I bought two bottles that was on special. One was hazelnut, one was caramel. And what we did was throw this flavored syrup into milk. Throw the milk in the milk frother and then froth the milk and the syrup together. So what you'd essentially get is hot frothed milk that tastes like the syrup flavor you chose and the froth would be that sweet as well. So it's just been a game changer guys. Like you have no idea how good it is. And I'm so sad I only discovered it now instead of earlier in the year. But I think my sugar intake is kind of grateful. So I'm gonna leave that there. Another thing that I really enjoyed discovering this year was free time. Because as we know, I'm a a creature of habit, I love my routines. So finding my free time and changing things up here and there has been really good. And finding my free time and little loopholes here and there, that has been incredible because I watched a video on basically calendar blocking and especially now for my holidays that has become vital to me so I can carve out time for the things that I love. Like I said, I've started reading more, started doing deeper skincare, I've had to make time for a lot of things and especially if I want to experiment with food and things, we have limited space to work with in the kitchen. Being able to carve out time and say, I'm going to try something new in the kitchen, I need the space, can you just move, has been fun. And then the last and final thing that I think I enjoyed rediscovering this year, I would say, has been, well, two things. One, it has been my fitness because it's fluctuated. At the beginning of the year, it was good. Then it dropped because I went to hospital. Then I had to wait to recover because of trying to get back into it too fast. And now I'm back on an upswing, which I'm really, really enjoying. Like I said, it's not about numbers on the scale. It's about how I'm making changes in my body composition. And that's something I thoroughly enjoy tracking. Like I said, my brother has a 
Huawei scale. So it measures like your muscle mass, your percentages, your BMIs, your everything. Number two was rediscovering my music CDs. So we have the CeeLo Green Christmas CD. Love it. We have the... Well, I recently bought the Gwen Stefani album of... I don't even know what year. I think it was like 2000 and something. And it's got the Now That You've Got It song. It's got Orange County Girl. It's got Wind It Up. Like that album. Like it's so good. I literally put the CD on. Put my yellow rubber gloves on. And I washed the dishes while jamming to that. So rediscovering the CD play in our kitchen was so cool. My mom even pulled out a Christmas CD she had bought years prior and we started playing that. It's a local woman who made the CD and we bought it from her. She's like a professional singer. She made a Christmas album. It's very like Cape Town specific but it's got some classics on and we were listening to that in the kitchen. That was incredible. Rediscovering that was the best. I think I've been droning on long enough and I think I've reached the end of my list so thank you. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and this year and I hope that next year is better just in every sense of the word and that even though this COVID isn't going to leave us for a while I hope that we can all learn to accept and deal with it because I think even though it's been months people are still in denial about it and pandemic fatigue has sunk in so deeply we are still denying it so hopefully acceptance will come with this new year and we'll all just deal with it better so i'll see you guys in the new year and for the last time in 2020 love you bye